Would you look at that? Welcome back. Um, failure again, I guess. It has been quite a minute since I've done an episode, but that's okay. Sometimes life gets you a little busy and you just got to do what you got to do. Um, also, this is the official first episode from the, I guess, new desk position and then also the new computer. So we're also kind of, it's been a technological change recently in my workflow and then also a life change in my household. So really could be a lot of reasons, but that's what we're going with today. Hope everybody's doing okay. You roll something on my mug. It's that nice mid-afternoon coffee break that we love at the moment. Man, is that good. This is, I don't know what this one is, but this is Black Rifle Coffee V, V Coffee. I'm not sure what to, I don't know. It's medium roast. Unconventional Vietnamese Arabica coffee roasted to rescue from conventional coffee. Interesting. I don't know. The roast is really good. It's got a nice like cocoa flavor on the backside, so we take those. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to do a quick one today and talk a little bit about something that's really been bugging me. This is probably going to be more like a rant than it is anything else, um, and that's fine. And then also, um, I don't know, not sure. I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about going forward kind of plans that I've been hatching for what I want to do with the podcast. I think I want to a start getting more people in on it because I love doing those. I just it's always a, a nightmare to plan because of schedules and everything. But I think Sunday can just be the podcast day if I can just make that happen. That would be ideal. So we're gonna work on that, and I think I'm gonna transition to seated at a table. I think if I'm thinking I turn the drum corner. I for one day only. It sounds like a Never mind. Um, I transitioned the drum corner where the desk was to uh, a podcast space. Since it's carpeted, I can just pick drums up and move them and then put the find a little like folding leaf table and some foldy chairs and put them there and then make that like the podcast studio and I can film and it would be better. There's a better backdrop with like a, a window. You don't have to see the living room, which would be great. And then it would be somewhere where I could sit. That's always, that's been the problem with having people on. If mess with my audio a little bit. I'll mess with that in post. Um, that's been the problem with having people on since I've moved is I feel strange about doing it in some places. Like I really would like to have more, like what I had in Valdosta with more of a permanent like in my kitchen kind of location, which is better with a table. You can sit in front of someone. I really love doing the episode with Anna at her, in her kitchen, which is pretty great. So um, I think I would like to do that. But I do miss doing it in my house. So I'm thinking that's next. Anyways, let's talk about health and wellness for creatives and the importance of funneling your inner, your creative energy into other endeavors. 
This is off rip off the top of my head. I have no idea what the title for this is going to be, by the way. But the more I see, um, not, I don't want to point at any fingers because some people I, I know do this that I don't know personally and haven't seen their, haven't seen their work and not, I'm not sure what, um, kind of content they're producing. So I don't want to comment on it and have it sound like I'm commenting on specific people's content. Uh, even though I am, but maybe not those specific people. There's a lot of people in the percussion, music community, and then just creatives at large who talk a lot about um, like life work balances, living and kind of creating in the same space and doing that. And a lot of people who kind of preach as if to say that they know more about The, con- the concept of it than most people do, which is starting to bug me a little bit, and I kind of that's kind of the point of what I wanted to talk about. I don't think anyone in the creative space gets to, maybe not monopolize, but gets to act as if they have the perfect solution to whatever it is we're talking about, I guess, this this concept of, of work-life balance and this concept of the right way to treat your mental psyche so that you can create the best. Is that the right way to say it? I guess that is the right way to say it. Um, I don't think anybody has the right answer to that. I think it's it's kind of comical to assume that you have found any answer other than your own answer for that. And I find it kind of comical to assume, additionally, that anyone would ever assume that something that they do works for works for and or would work for anyone else. So that sounds like a lot of generalizations. So let's break that down. Um, a lot of people have talked about um, like let's work life balance scenarios. Like okay, this is where I practice and this is where I write and I don't bring work home with me or only work these hours of the day. I was just watching a um for for example, I was just watching a David Skidmore interview and he was talking about how when Third Coast percussion became when they were working on making it more of a legitimate like full-time job that they could do, which they have done successfully, which is very impressive. Um they kind of all made the call that, okay, we work kind of normal Monday through Friday hours. Concerts, obviously, are an exception. Um, and they're also not the only, like, they're not the only percussion or music group to do that. And they're also, that's, I don't, I wouldn't know what the normal would be for people. I, I would assume, I don't know. Music is a passionate thing, and so it's kind of hard to assume what, what schedules people do take. But they're not the only ones to be doing that. And there's also lots of really successful groups, uh, despite the fact that Third Coast is probably... Do I mean this? Yeah, probably the most successful percussion group that is still currently performing. Well... Yeah, okay, that's that's not all right, so with the with the caveat that they're not like a super group or someone that's been opera or a group there's several several groups of percussion that you know who you, if you know what I'm talking about, then you know who I'm who I'm referencing in particular. Who operate under the same name, but the personnel has been very vastly different for 
many iterations of it. Um, I think that doesn't count necessarily. Anyway, um, there are many of successful groups that that do the the opposite, that don't do that at all, who practice 16 hours a day until they don't, or work on Sundays but not Tuesday. Pick whatever you want, right? But he was talking about uh, operating on a normal kind of timeline, Monday, Friday, 9 to 5. We work when everybody else works, and that's it, and it's still work. And I, I respect that, but I, I think that finding outlets like that, finding like something that I used to do a lot of, uh, which was kind of parts out parts of my home to be work. So especially when the pandemic happened, I kind of secluded my office and said, well, this is work place. So I get up in the morning, I go in and I do stuff. I either practice in there because that's where my instruments were, or I um, work on do computer stuff in there, right? So any of that, um, other than that, or any other, I don't know. Pick pick any pick any concept, right? People do people do and talk about this all the time. Um, my point is, there's so many different ways to operate on a work life balance and to keep your mental health and to make sure that you're organized and the most efficient you that you can be, both inside and outside of the music world. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of people right now who are taking clinics to other schools doing videos on on YouTube or whatever, doing master classes on this thing, talking about this thing just on podcasts. Like, I don't know, name somebody who's talking about this on a podcast right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Just talking about it in general, who really might be giving people bad information by doing this. I think that we overlook a lot about the personal journey that that is required, basically, to determine what makes you an efficient practicer, musician, human being, just whatever, what makes you both efficient, but also happy, but also like your output is still good because you can be efficient, but have poor quality output, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, happiness is the biggest one probably. I think that by offering up all of these solutions, there's a lot of people who are being misled to believe that maybe there's like a right way and that they're not doing it the right way or maybe that there's only some small set of ways to do it and still be happy and efficient and productive and, and output quality content. And I, I, I don't like that and it's starting to bug me even more like by the day. That is to say, problem number one, lots of people are t- like just incredibly efficient and good at their life by working at like just grinding and grinding and grinding until their body literally shuts down and then they're done. So they might practice for 16 hours a day for uh, two, three months in a row and then they take weeks off or um, maybe they work in in a completely inefficient style on and off all day long until wee hours of the night so they kind of take their breaks and are dispersed. Maybe they do work only nine to five. Maybe they do their work while doing other things, like they're big into multitasking, which is uh, scientifically kind of like not true, but that's another rabbit hole that you can take. But in these specific instances, I think that the worst thing that, that some of these people are doing, um, and that's not about, by the way, I think David Skidmore does a great job talking about it. I think a lot of people that I've watched and listened to have also done a great job talking about it. Um, but the ones who are doing a bad job are the ones who are offering solutions 
as this is what worked for me and I definitely think you should try it because I definitely know that it works for everybody as opposed to here's a large gamut of information that is scientifically supported, right? You should try everything. That's a completely different discussion at large and I think that people don't give that one enough of a go, honestly. So for instance, um, physical health is another one that's a big kind of thing. There's a lot of people in the percussion world talking about physical health in percussion, how to maintain your hands and your feet um, and how to kind of maintain like, well, the whole thing, right? There's every, every, we use every part of our body when we're playing, but then also just in addition, the whole physical, there's, there's physical, not physical aspects to it. We could talk about that forever. Um, they'll say stretch or, you know, well, stretch is a good one, but like maybe stretch just this way, or these muscles need this for this, or, um, pick another great example as I hear a lot about times to play, like how long you should push yourself, uh, your physical capabilities, when you should do stuff during your day time, um, what warmups to do. Like we're lying to ourselves as a community, right? Like we're, everybody is aware that there's no right answer to any of this. And if you're going around, presenting this information as this is the best way to do it. I think that that's bad for a lot of younger people who have really uh, ripe minds to be, to they're easily influenced, not easily influenced, but they're, they're in an influential stage in their life, right? When you're just coming into college and you're looking at people who are graduate students and professional people in any field, not just music. And you say, what do I do to get like you? And they say, well, I wake up every day at 4 a.m and I run and lift weights and stretch, and I only eat certain amounts of food, and I practice X amount of hours a day, and I don't do this, and I don't do this, and I don't do this, and then they say, okay, I'm going to do exactly that, and then they run themselves into the ground. Maybe that's a bad start, right? Alternatively, there's a lot of those people that, well, that's like the the go mindset, right? You, a lot of people in the classical music world are, well, I'm just extremely disciplined and I practice and that's it. I, I win. And so that's not a good start. Um, and it's kind of, that's kind of the inverse of the thing that I think is now becoming a problem, which is the no mindset of instead of wake up every day, start working, do this thing. It's okay. Maybe you should work on your own time and give yourself frequent breaks. And it's kind of this like tiptoes around the problem like, we still need people to be good players, and we still need people, like, the output still has to be good. And at some point, you hit the other end of the spectrum, which is you're not making good content, and you're not doing a good job, and so we have to fix that, too. And so, you know, there's not a right way. And the, I know that mental health is good. Take breaks is good. Treat your body right is good. Those are good. Of course they're good. They're objectively good, right? But there's a lot of people with that, that shark eyes mindset who if you let them kind of go you said all right go forth and practice all day long and do all the things then they actually would do all of the things and we're actually hindering them by not letting them you know be be ridiculous with it It, which i know is not uh whatever you know it's a lot of people 
a lot of people won't be a fan of that. I understand. But at the same time, we still have to let people work. You know, you can't just give solutions and say that that's the only way. At some point, we have to say, well, treat yourself right and, and be mentally, try and work on your mental and your physical health, but also work harder. So that's kind of the, the half and half of that. And it's, it, it does kind of bug me. And now, now I'm just ranting with, with generalities, and I know that it's an awful, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm aware. But it's one of those things that actually really has been bugging me, and I do I do want to talk about it. And I I would actually love to. Now's a great time. Here's here's the great guest thing. I would love to have a person who specializes specifically in percussion, who specializes in this area of practice habits, mental health regimes, physical health regimes, um, and then maybe like if somebody I know has like a medical background. I'd love to have, talk to them on, well, maybe on this podcast. Be, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? I'd love to talk to these people and, and really pick their brain on the scientific nature of, A, what do you do to make sure that the, the content that you're giving and the information that you're giving is marketable to uh, a, a wide breadth of people and performers and so that you're not actually hindering them by pushing them towards advice that might be not sustainable sometimes, which I think we avoid a lot. Additionally, I'd love to ask questions about um, like individual-specific work, because I feel like a lot of these, these types of things are, and this is a, a, a lesson phenomenon. I, you know, I might, maybe I don't know what everybody else's lessons are like. I don't know. I've only had lessons from lots of teachers, and there, there comes a this is a music specific thing when you talk about lessons, right? But there comes a, um, a time in your kind of private lesson instruction when you finally get comfortable with your teacher or there should, I hope there should, I've been on the receiving end of both types, right? Um, you should be comfortable enough with your teacher where they, they're interested. They trust you to practice, right? And work. But then they also were interested in making sure that you are, being good to yourself, obviously, and that you're benefiting from these mental and physical health things and that they would be interested in watching you, uh, like learning your process and helping tweak your process so that you are doing your best to be productive on your own. Like they don't need to, to promote you and they don't need to, um, what's the word? motivate that's the word i'm like wow that's that was a hard word to hard word to forget in it they don't need to give you the motivation they they understand that you're self-motivated but they're interested in making sure that your self-motivation is guided and and safe right and so i i think that that's important i'd love to pick someone's brain about that i really would i i think that in the lesson kind of atmosphere that we don't do enough of that guiding self-motivation to a lot of people and and we really should honestly and we should be talking about how we can affect and and help promote a healthy model for ways that students motivation and ways that students inspiration can be channeled and really just taken care of like there's a you know there's there's not a whole lot of 
I don't know that we're doing enough taking care of stuff, honestly. But also, who knows? I don't know. I don't know that anybody knows sometimes. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. I guess this is now a fun little 20-minute podcast on health and wellness for musicians and anybody in a similar kind of art is not being approached with caution in my head. I think that there's a lot of people who are who are hitting it as, I did this thing and it worked, and maybe try it, and I think that they mean well, and that's fine. I think there's a lot of people who are like, I did this thing, try it, which is different. And I think that there should be some serious... I know there have been. I've read a whole bunch of them, obviously. I know I, what I was about to say was false. I know there should be some serious research on health and physical wellness and mental wellness and musicians. Of course there has. I've read a bunch of it. Don't ask me for sources. That's not the point. That's literally not the point of this podcast. Um, I think that there should be some serious discussion and research in not only the education of those concepts, but the way in which we educate and broach the topics of those concepts because I don't think that that's being talked about. It's not that the information is good, bad, correct, or incorrect. It's how do we parse and deliver that information so that it is, well, so the transfer's good, right? You need the transfer of information to work from teacher or lecturer or guest lecturer or whatever to student in an effective manner that is healthy, beneficial, and non-destructive. And I feel like there's, I've seen a lot of people get destructed by that. I think there's also a lot of um, atmospheres inside music schools where people are their their attitudes are being a little bit destructed by that being a little bit being a lot because well if you're around people doing it differently than you are aren't you honestly all the time being kind of influenced and then sometimes if you're influenced and it's not a good influence it's you, you see my point anyway that's enough rant i think i might reach out to some people and see if anybody would love to talk to me about it specifically in the area but i'll let everybody know you'll see it on this uh this here podcast anyway the point of this was to i'm i'm working on doing these more every week and i will Try and get some more people on so people don't have to listen to me just chat. Because nobody wants to do that. I understand nobody wants me to do that. Anyway. Um, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Nobody heard that voice crack. I'll see you next time. Good people that listen to this. Nobody listens to this. That's kind of the joke, isn't it? Bye.